1: get into it. Eels defeat the Dolphins 48 to 20. Um, This is probably the first game where I thought, okay, the Dolphins, they're at that point where we thought it would come. It's just come a little bit later. Now, I do believe that they will bounce back. I don't think it's going to be a disaster for the rest of the year, but I do think it's a game where it's like, you know what? It's just, it's just been too much. Like the, the fairy tale has been, it's still going for sure, But it's just getting to the point where reality is striking in a little bit.
2: And to be completely fair, God, it's come later than
1: we could have ever anticipated
2: as well. So full credit to the Dolphins. Uh, I still think, mate, Jeremy Marshall King is such a big out from this side. Mm. I'm not saying they win or anything, but they are a completely different football side Mm. when he's not on the field for me.
1: Mm. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Like, he genuinely was in the top three if you want to be super, I guess – conservative top five form hookers of the game. Yep. Uh, so he's a huge out for them, everything around the ruck. Um, but the Eels, the Eels were absolutely outstanding. That first half, that was like, that's the grand finals Eels that we know. Uh, Will Benzini's try on your <laughs> Holy shit. And I, uh, I knew, like, I think he's a really good example. Whenever you hear us go you know this 18 year old he'll grow into his body you know as he gets older he'll put on his man strength you know in air quotes if you ever want to watch a guy's career pensini to see that happening in real time it's will pensini he came in the grade was quality but he wasn't busting tackles he wasn't doing crazy he was just doing his job and showed a bit of like there was a bit about him now this year especially he is genuinely throwing blokes around. Like, I think, like, it's been a few weeks now where he's had big moments of, like, bending blokes. And there's a big reason why he came through with Suwali'i and, you know, there were raps nearly equally on Pensini as Suwali'i. Like, that's how good Pensini was. And I think we're starting to see it.
2: Yeah, I got a text from a mate after this game saying, geez, the Wallabies might have signed the wrong <coughs> Newington centre. <laughs> mate. <laughs> So I did the same thing. I laughed and thought, it Well, they would have gone for
1: way less. They yeah. would have gone for way less. You'd um, bang for bark."
2: Yeah, I, I love it. him and um, him and your centre have really come on this year for me and have turned into genuine proper strike centres. Like for me, the issue with Parramatta, and this is my issue all last year, they didn't have the outside backs that I trusted. Will is coming into the side and out of all of them, obviously except Gutho, out of all the other, you know, centres and wingers, he's the one I trust by far and away
1: yeah oh for sure for sure and i just think we're just seeing the start of it like to to do the things he's doing physically what is he 20 now he's going to be you know he might even be still 19 can you check his age Turned 20 this year um when he's 23 24 he'll be fucking throwing blokes yeah he's he's about to turn 21 so he's only turning 21
2: and i've i've said it before he stepped into the shoes of michael
1: jennings Mm. No one spoke about it Yeah, no one even spoke about there it There was we, no hole left there It was unbelievable He's 18 years old When he did it too That, yeah The physicality And just seeing what he's He's getting more confident Realising he can impact games I just think, yeah Will Pensini Obviously we had Val as uh, In the centre of the week And obviously uh, Peachy But you could easily Swap in Pensini He was fucking good
2: Yeah, he was fantastic uh, The 5'8 I, see, I think he's come in And done a tremendous job He's an, He would be my other centre Moving forward once they've, if I get the full team back, but i right. have had him in the same as ten weeks ago.
1: Assi, they haven't missed a beat. Like you know, the player he replaced is one of the better players, like what top three at yep. in his position in the game, and Assi looks. You know, I, I would still you know go with the original if everything clears up, whatever. But Assi is. They're not missing a beat as a team, like, going forward. Their structures, their, their speed around the ruck, their their formations, they're getting to points on field. Like, he is nailing it.
3: Yeah,
2: and it's he's not even a 5'8". He's just a good footballer.
1: Yeah, wow.
3: He, awesome, like, bench utility option for them as well if they want. Yeah. It's obviously a little bit harder when they have the two-hooker rotation, but, you know, we've seen plenty of times in the last couple of seasons Josh Hodgson spend time at 13. So to have Arcee there who can come on and play from anywhere from 1 to 7 – Genuine option, and Parramatta's attack at the moment to have done it without Dylan Brown. They've scored 34-plus points in four of their last five games. Best attack in the NRL by points scored, 27.5 per game. They are just absolutely firing at the moment. They, In a time where, I know it's only one week, but what you've seen in recent times, the Bunnies are going down here a little bit. Hardly panic signs about the Broncos, but they got done. Parramatta... They're starting to peak when it matters, and that's later on in the year.
1: Yeah, it's, a, it's such a typical Parramatta thing. Like this this squad, like you count them out, and they have these dire weekends where you're going, "Oh my, who is this team?" And then they come out next week and you're like, "Oh, they could win the comp." It's just like, "Fuck, you can't, you just can't count this team out." You know, Regan Campbell, Gillard hasn't even hit his straps yet. Mitchell Moses hasn't he just turned into a, an out and out consistent top three seven in the game? Like, out and out, week in, week out, over the last two years, very rarely is he not one of the best sevens of the round.
2: And this is where I think it makes it harder and harder. The longer Josh Hodgson's out and the more Brendan Hans plays and it's just Mitch Moses' ball, <coughs> for me, those arguments just get stronger and stronger.
1: Haynes, it's me personally, and I was already, you know, calling for it quite early. It's Hans's jersey, that number nine, in my opinion. I know he's got surgery, we be back six to eight weeks, but, like, if I'm para... What I would be doing is, is I'd be hoping Hodgson returns to his best footy. But my plans would be Hands is the guy going forward because you know? they
2: re-signed Hodgson the other mm. day. I believe it was a player option. That it could be it's a player right, option. I'm it pretty was. sure. Yeah. So interesting times.
1: Yeah. I, I think that I, I don't think they would have signed him for that much. If I'm being honest, I don't, I don't reckon they signed him for massive overs. Uh, and I just think that going forward, like you've got this young guy, 23, 24 years old. You've, in the last four matches since he started, what did you say the average was they've scored?
3: 27.5 points per game this season, and 34-plus points in four of the last five games when Hands would have obviously played substantially minutes.
1: minutes. Plus, you, you know, we talk about the attack, but his defence, which is Hodgson sometimes struggles, and obviously he was struggling, he had a neck injury. 28 tackles, zero misses for Hands. So he's defensively really sound.
3: And something we harped on about all pre-season was that it's not to say Hojo's been bad by any means, but Hojo being such a playmaking hooker mm-hmm. and takes a lot of ball out down the half, takes it on, kicks, creates. Parramatta have so much strike between Brown, Moses, Gutho. They only needed a, like, a solid hooker, gives good service, knows his role. They didn't need another really playmaker at a number nine. And it's like with hands there now, it's showing that. Just before we move off the
2: hookers too, Kemba, I think it's worthwhile just giving Mitch Rain a little shout out. He retired during the week, 210 first grade games across four clubs. Never like a rep footballer or anything, but fuck he was solid for a long time. Mitch
1: Rainer, one of the good guys. The rain dog, Milch, many a bender with the rain dog. Many a bender, very, very good guy. Yeah, he has literally a split personality. Day two, very different bloke to day one. Let's just put it that way. His nickname is Milch and he's an absolute fucking menace absolute menace. But, yeah, Rainey, really one of the good guys, absolute legend. One of those guys that he could have played no NRL games or 200 NRL games, same bloke, same cruisy legend of the bloke. And I honestly think if a few things had gone right or his direction maybe earlier on, I think he could have, you know, gone a little bit better in his career. I know he he became more of a bit of a battler of a, you know, come into a job. Um, but there was a period there where he was on the trajectory to be a, a really good, high quality nine. Now, he was still like quality nine. Um, yeah, and they're 210 games at nine. Like, it's nothing to sniff at.
2: Yeah, I think we quite often as fans, I think we look at, you know, you look at guys play 10 first grade and you go, oh, I only play 10 games. It's like playing one is Everest. <laughs> it really is. Playing 210 is off the charts. Like, that is. Playing 210 games would put him in the top 1% probably.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And he just goes about his business, does his job. Uh, Yeah, so, yeah, massive congratulations to Rainey. Junior Bowler, two line break assists on the weekend.
2: 30 minutes. Yeah,
1: (laughs) so good. Um, What about Bryce Cartwright, mate? Unreal. If you had said to me, um, I'll bet you – ten thousand dollars bryce cartwright will be a gun starting edge back rail for the eels in 2023 i would have said i'll give you two to one odds you bet me 10 grand i'll give you 20 grand there's not a chance in hell that is happening he has been like if he like if you had the fanfare we'd be talking about it a lot but he is truly one of the great redemption stories of 2023 2022 I, I cannot believe this is the same Bryce, Bryce Cartwright as a few years ago. Like this is, we he went from one of the most talented, skillful, you know, can ball play everything. Now he has turned himself into a battler, and so we, you know, Sean Johnson is the pinup boy for this kind of turnaround, and he would still be the pinup boy. He's the number one. But when you're talking about forwards, there's not many forwards that have turned their career around the way Bryce Cartwright has in 2023. Yeah,
2: uh, yeah, it's crazy to look at who he is now for when he came into first grade. And if you were lucky enough to watch <coughs> him come through, like my best mate played um, Harold Matts nights, and he said that when they were playing at home and they were versing Penrith, the bus would pull up and they'd stare at the bus because Bryce could play Harold Matts SG ball or twenties if he wanted to, just depending on which team he played in that day. And they said that they'd, they'd sit there and they'd watch the bus and bryce car would always sit on the back seat of the bus so he'd always be the last one off and if the door closed and there was no bryce they went so we're going to win today
1: no way and bryce
2: got off the bus they just went oh fuck. and yeah. the sg ball team
3: went
1: god uh, yeah. no how good's
3: this we're home today oh, like,
2: really? he was that
1: good mate he was so fucking good so fucking good
3: and, and i like pre-season good team we had Parramatta losing isaiah Papaliti, sean lane was out for the start of the season so with Matt Dury and Carter on the edge, we've got like, geez, they're losing a lot of their striker and yep. so much of their footy was tailored around. They're two hard running lineback rollers. Cardi it just he gets better every single week. Three line
1: break assists. Mm. Three line break assists as an edge back rower. Unbelievable.
3: And like Sean Lane's played six games all year. Yeah. Cardi's just been that
1: stable back row for him
3: all season.
2: And once again, credit to Brad Arthur. I was about to say, he Ooh, doesn't get the credit. The shit that should have gone wrong this year. The hooker that he signed hasn't quite worked out. Ryan Madison missed the start of the season. He's without halves. He's without guys left, right, and center. They signed Joe Hengawi a few weeks ago. He hasn't fired a shot because of injury.
1: Mm. Sweet. All good. I think Brad Arthur does not get enough credit for his player development. Yep. Mitchell Moses came to the club a shell of the player he is today. Mitchell Moses came to the club as an incredible attacking a player. Like but but in patches, sometimes he would be too lateral. Sometimes he would go for the big play. Mm. Brad Arthur has a huge, like a huge part of Mitchell Moses' development. Gutho came to the club, didn't even know what he was. Was he a six, a winger, a center, a fullback? Gutho, one of the most consistent players in the comp we've seen. You know, uh, Junior Bolor, he has gone to another level. Regan Campbell Gillard came from Penrith, could barely get a start at Penrith. Looked like his career was almost over. Now, you know, he's on his day. Him and Bolor. They match it with any front rows, any front row combination.
2: Isaiah Papaliti.
1: Isaiah Papaliti. Sean Lane. Sean Lane, Bryce Cartwright. <sighs> there is just person after person that Brad Arthur has developed, and he just doesn't get the credit he deserves. I, I as if if the like put, put it this way, let's say the Eels just missed the eight this year. They'll be calls through his head because it just seems. through
3: his head when he got doused it up in the grand final yeah, last year. I know.
1: like it is just <laughs> well, like this guy is. Taking this team from spoon to where we see them right now, genuine premierships two years in a row, uh, it's it's amazing. Absolutely amazing. And like you
2: have a look at uh, um, Hopgood, too, obviously. like He was playing reserve grade for Penrith Who were winning the comp there. There's 15 other teams that could have signed Hopgood. Yep. Mm. Brother Arthur, Brad Arthur was the one that addressed it. And like I obviously spend a bit of time at Harold Matts and SG ball games and everything. Mate, he's at every third game I go to. Oh, he's really? just hovering around, just watching things That's all the time. That's
1: that's it, because you don't really see head coaches there that much.
2: No, I remember at the start of the year I was at a Bears-Newcastle Knights game and he was sitting there behind the trial line, notepad out. Like, he's just, he's around.
1: Did you give him a wink? I said,
2: get off my turf. <laughs> game, mate.
1: There's only one room for one line in the jungle, baby. <laughs> <laughs> hey? Fuck one
2: him. lunatic in the asylum, <laughs> thanks. Get out. <laughs>
1: But did you you rock up for, like, under-15s, so, though. So you're like, mate, I've been here fucking four hours. I've been here since yesterday. Yeah, mean. so fucking don't come to me about you love your rugby league, <laughs> you fucking you fucking poser, Brad Arthur. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, outside of that, oh, look, one thing I do want to talk about. Sivo. was is it? Is he third fine for dangerous contract? Fourth. You've got to get suspended. It's outrageous. I, I don't care. I don't care what the legality, the fucking this, that mate, four times, four times dangerous contact, contact. like, love Sivo, you should be suspended. That's craziness to me. What do you guys think?
3: No, I agree. Yep. Well, Nick Corey, eh? he's facing three to four weeks for that high shot. I remember when I saw it and then I saw three to four weeks, I was like, three to four weeks, what's going on? It was like his third or fourth offence for it. So they come down
1: hard on it. Yep. I just, how, how does he get a fine again? It's the fourth time. <laughs> Like, clearly, it's like, okay, Suolii, he, okay, didn't, yeah, he got He got suspended. Same boat. Yeah. It's, well, it's worse. Mm. See, didn't get four fines for nearing people in the head. Like, uh, unbelievable that he continued. And I know he's a big boy. Like, he's a fucking big boy. So, like, heads land around his elbows to a degree. But four fines, mate, you've got to be suspended at least for a couple of weeks after four fines, or three, if you were going to go on the fourth. Is it is it fifth? is this his fifth or is it fourth? Well, it's his fifth if you include all the suspensions, but just dangerous contact, it's
3: fourth. So he got round two, dangerous contact. Round three, contrary conduct, so whatever. Round four, dangerous contact. Round fifteen, dangerous contact, and now round seventeen, dangerous contact.
1: I mean, that's so that's so bizarre. And like you look at some players that like, for example, and I know he came back and did something silly, but like <coughs> you go back and look at Kafusi, who got what do you get three or four weeks for the Jackson Hastings, and you go how does how is that fair how is that fair so rugby uh, league oh mate makes no sense no sense um but yeah incredible from the eels incredible stuff they are look, they they're they're all there 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 or thereabouts this year that's for sure uh onto the dolphins um Look, there isn't really much to say except for a few quick things because I think we all agree. I think everyone watching this is cause it's just like, look, this is a gallon effort. They have been decimated by injury. They've shown us way more than we ever expected. Um, quick things to uh, talk about, though. McGrady scoring on uh, debut, and he's, like, scored a million tries in reserve grade or whatever he's also – he is. He is
2: Ewan McGrady's nephew. Mm. So Ewan McGrady won the uh,
1: Rothman's <coughs> medal in 91. We'll say though, bro. Flick pass debut. <laughs> hold the flick pass on the debut. <laughs> just hold it. Hold it for maybe game two. Game two, no. Nah. I mean, that's what makes these guys such good try scorers because they're willing to take the risk. But, yeah, obviously, just put her in the pocket for game one. Um, but great footwork for his try. Great footwork for his try. That's a, That was a, a subtle bit of footwork that wasn't this huge, like, Benji step, but just that's, like, the difference between a good finisher and just a winger that is a metre eater. A finisher can make little half chances like that work. So, massive congratulations! And a shout to out to him
2: as well because, and maybe he has, but in every bit of footage I've ever seen, that's the first time I've ever seen him on the left wing.
1: Oh wow! Yeah. Okay, that's fucking fair. Um, uh, Hamiso, Jesus, when he made that break and got ankle tapped, my heart broke because I was like, I just want to see, just, just glide, just glide. Uh, hasn't he just obviously got the two tries, ran for two hundred and seventy nine meters, um, eight <laughs> tackle breaks.
2: When psycho flicked that
1: ball back oh, inside
2: fuck. to him, he just, like, that was glasses down on the 30. That was done. Mate. As you said,
1: just glides. Just glides.
2: And it's I swear
1: side. to God he still hasn't. I just want to see a grimace on his face. <laughs> I just want to see him grimacing to show that he's, like, at top speed because we haven't seen it yet. Like, his face is just like.
2: He also, on that play, when he started to run, like, Mitch Moses was just inside him. Mm. Mitch is lightning. He didn't. He just knew he couldn't
0: yeah. get
1: close Mate, to Mate, I'm telling you, go back and watch the Stephen Crichton intercept, watch Hermiso, and it's just like, and then it to- kind of takes him out a little bit. It is, like, unbelievable how quick he is. Um, Jermaine Asako, um, at, at the very least, just, I mean, he ran for another 178 metres, which is incredible, but just that little play, boom, footwork, flick back inside. Like, no, overs, right foot step, flick. Unbelievable The footy he's playing. Unbelievable.
2: He looks so classy. At, oh, I mean, at all times this year, but if he can just put it together for the rest of his
1: career, Isaka. Fuck, he's still in like 26 or some shit. 27. You know, I'd
2: love to see, to, and like you obviously, you would never move Hamita <laughs> out of fullback, but I'd love to see Isaka play fullback under, under Wayne. He yeah. <laughs> and and it might not be playing his best position.
1: Yeah. Which is like, in, under anyone else, I'm like, not a fullback. Yep. Winger. But... How good he's gone under Wayne in the wing. I'm like, maybe what could you do? But
3: I'd, yeah, like I definitely think he's a fullback. But like, if someone said put Junior Barlow to fullback under Wayne though, I'd like Wayne could probably make it, <laughs> <him>. Wayne <laughs> you make it work. Wayne could turn him into a fullback. Yeah, <laughs> Wayne
1: well, could make it work. Um, yeah. So look, outside of that, pretty look, very forgettable afternoon. Uh, second half they fought back, which is great. Very r- Dolphins esque uh, kind of performance where they're just never out of it. Well, I mean to a degree never out of it um but yeah not much more to say to be honest they've, with
3: the they've been resilient all season uh, the dolphins in so many different ways can't be but the one that just keeps getting them caught out of, and it's a credit to them to have gone this long but just nicarima and isaiah katara in the halves defensively they're mm. such small bodies yeah and, and they have a crack every week but mm. it's just such an easy game plan for oppositions just go at them go at them go at the three man. And you saw him on the weekend. they'd go there even if they did get the body in front They were just popping off loads. And yeah. the, the the push support from Gartho and Moses was there every time <laughs> mm. The game plan just writes itself against them at the moment. Mm. Sean O'Sullivan coming back in will help that uh, Once he gets a bit of match fit in his belt, but yeah, it's
1: it's tough It shows you how far Moses has come though like to identify that and mm. just go at it all day Whereas like
0: Moses three or four years ago
1: He had the same game plan for every game, and it was just like outskill the opponent. Mm. Now is now Moses is like identifying players and going, "You're you're getting it all day, and we're gonna break your think don't yeah. outskill." Yeah, exactly. Which sounds
2: easy, get at these two smaller guys. So much harder.
1: Oh, to actually, fuck. pull
2: yeah. off in a eight when you got 13 guys exhausted and gas to get it,
1: guys. And also, when you would you would be surprised at how many players NRL standard get out there. Get the ball in their hands and they want to play for themselves like i want to make the big play i want to step three players and and bump off players and and have all of these big moments you'd be surprised how many players do that whereas a good team we'll get to penrith we're about to get to them everyone knows their role it's not a selfish like oh i want to make 200 meters this game it's look i'm happy to make 70 meters if that's my role perfect example david feeder origin two. His role, run straight at Mitchell Moses. That's all he did. And I think over
2: the years, there's been a number of guys like that at Parramatta. And I think
1: Brad Arthur has slowly got rid of them all. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. And now he's got a bunch of blokes that stick to the
0: game plan.